Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, HPC? So glad you decided to join us today for this daily devotional as we are getting through the book of Ephesians, one of my favorite books of all the Bible. Uh, Today we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14 through 16. And it starts out, Paul says, For Christ himself has brought peace to us. Let's say that one more time. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. Man, that statement is just so good. I mean, I could just preach on that by itself. No matter where you're at in life, no matter what's going on in your life, Christ has brought you peace. No matter what the question is, he is the answer. If you're lonely, he has brought you peace. If you're anxious, he has brought you peace. If you are wore out, tired, and worried, he has brought you peace. In the midst of so much chaos chaos and craziness we're living in today, he's brought us peace. Because our peace is not out there, it is in him. Your peace is right in front of you this morning, this afternoon, tonight, or whenever you're watching this. Your peace is here. It's right in front of you. I hope you can taste it. All you have to do is reach out and grab it and let it marinate in your soul. I love that it's past tense too. It says that he has brought peace to us. You know, the peace for your present is found in what he did in the past, but that's not even what we're talking about. So let's go ahead and continue on in verse 15. It says that he united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross, talking about Jesus, he broke down the walls of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two different groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by the means of his death on a cross that our hostility toward each other was put to death. So we're looking at the church of Ephesus right here. And the first thing that really pops out, Paul talks about, is there is a hostility within the church. My first point we're going to talk about is hostility. The church of Ephesus was living in a time where there was a present hostility between two different races. There was, there was Jew and there was Gentile. And one race thought they were superior to the other. They thought they were God's chosen people. They were the only ones that could be in the things of God and walk in the things of God. And these two different races were basically driving a wedge of division between the church. Sound a little familiar where we're living at today? And the truth is, is division is natural. Now, there was a division in this church, and division is a very natural thing. I love to people watch. I love it. I can sit in the mall all day long and just watch people walk and go by. And you may be judging me as I say this, but the truth is I kind of enjoy it. I can begin to look at people and just by the way that they look, the way that they're dressed, the thing, the bags that they're carrying, the people they're hanging out with, man, I'll begin to create a whole narrative and a whole story of who that person is or what they're into based simply off of what they look like. It's natural to us. When I walk into a room, I naturally will tend to gravitate toward people who look like me. I don't find them very often, but I will. I'll even look at people and 
that may be into the things that I'm into or may have a similar background to me and now things that people that I would maybe want to hang out with and I'll tend to naturally gravitate toward them. Let's all be honest. I know we're 2021 and we're woke and we're this and that, but it's natural for us to do this. But see, the thing is, is that God did something so supernatural is what Paul talks about right here. It says that he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. It says that he made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two different groups. So since he did something supernatural, we're called to walk in the supernatural. You know, division may be natural, but he's called us to walk in the supernatural. And it says that he says that he's already made peace for us to do that. And we just have to walk in it. Man, we just have to walk in unity. So our first point we see here is hostility. The second one is unity. Man, unity is the door to the supernatural. In Psalm 133, I love this verse. It says, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. It is like fine oil on the head, running down the beard, running down Aaron's beard onto his robe. See, when we look at the Bible, when we look at oil, we look at anointing oil, we're talking about the Spirit of God. We're talking about supernatural anointing. And here in Psalm 133, it says the precursor for this supernatural anointing, for this oil, is unity. And it's so important that we look at this because the truth is, I know we all want the, the entire blessing. We want the whole blessing of God. But in order for us to do that, in order for us to see that, to walk in that, and we've got to look at the whole Bible. We've got to look at the whole word of God. It says that in him, these two groups became one. See, unity starts when Jesus See, Jews and Greeks, whenever they decided to, when Jews and Gentiles, whenever they decided to follow Jesus, man, this was not a casual choice in their day. Man, they were literally saying whenever they chose to follow Jesus, this is that they were basically excommunicating themselves from their past, from their prior allegiances, and even from their family. Is that we see when we're no longer, they were no longer just. Gentile and in Christ. They were no longer just Jew and in Christ. It says, no, they were no longer those things. They were just in Christ. Two people became one type of person. See, if we're not careful, we have a lot of, a lot of freedom. We've got a lot of religious freedom, and I'm so grateful for it in our country. But a lot of times, so much religious freedom, so much freedom can keep us from ever truly finding freedom in Christ. Because we think we can just add Christ to our other allegiances. Now, I once heard a story of a, a missionary in India, and he said that people in India love to get saved. Man, they get saved, they say they're going to follow Jesus, and they just get a Jesus statue and go put it on top of their other shrine, along with their other gods. And the truth is, in America, we can begin to do the same thing. When we, but when we choose to follow Jesus, when we choose to truly follow him and become a follower of him, see, our allegiance to him must supersede any other allegiance. See, every other allegiance in our life must bow its knee and yield to Christ and Christ alone. Man, that's any allegiance to our race, to any political party, to any fraternity. Jesus says even to your own family, man, there will be sons who leave mothers and fathers in order to follow me. This is the word of God. This is truly following Jesus. It says that old allegiances must bow. The old is dead and the new has come. Man, our allegiance to Jesus must be exclusive. And he goes on to say that even his name must supersede our own last name. Man, 
his name, us being a part of his family is more important than being a part of any other group of people or other family of people. Our allegiance must be to him and him alone. And we truly get this when we can truly begin to walk in spiritual community. Man, here in the scripture, we see, we see hostility, we see unity, but in the end, we see what God wants to create out of spiritual community. Man, Jesus is the answer. Man, he goes places and does things and tears down walls that nobody else can. A political agenda can't. Man, some social media influencer can't. But Jesus can. See, we have the answer. And that's why as the church, man, we must lead in unity. We must lead the way. We must lay down our old allegiances and follow Jesus exclusively. And when we begin to do this, I believe that we will see the supernatural begin to happen. And when the church, when the world becomes to see the church flow in this supernatural unity, I believe they will begin to follow. Man, I really do believe that in the midst of 2021, man, this is the way that the church is called to reach the world. Because we have something special here. We have the answer living inside of us. But church, we've got to learn how to walk in it. We've got to learn how to grab hold of it. We've got to learn to follow Jesus and Jesus alone. I guarantee you, you will see the supernatural in your life. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, that you are our answer. Lord, we just thank you even right now, Lord, that in the midst of so much craziness, Lord, so much on the news, so much on social media, Lord, Lord, in a place where we can't even go to the gas station sometimes in peace, Lord, that we can find peace in you, that our peace is not found around us, but our peace is found within us, in your spirit that lives within us, Lord. So I just pray peace over everybody watching this morning. But, Lord, most of all, I pray that you continue to encourage us and nudge us towards your truth, Lord. Lord, we live in a way that we are sold-out followers of Jesus. Lord, we don't add you to our agenda. We don't add you to the things that we follow, Lord. But, Lord, we leave everything to follow you, Lord. And, Lord, I just thank you for the revival that we're going to step place into. We begin to see the church become unified, no longer the most segregated place on a Sunday morning, but the most unified place on a Sunday morning. As the watching world watches, Lord, we believe the supernatural will begin to happen within our churches, within our homes, Father, within our communities, within our schools. Lord, I pray that we just let us, we just yield to you, that you just have your way in us and through us, Lord, and do what only you can do. Lord, we love you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.